Awesome with Allison. I'm Allison, and my only goal during this podcast is help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at me, laughing with me, or learning something new and helpful, I hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I am here in Pleasant Picture Studio. I've got my lover, my man, my sweetheart, Eric Robertson. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I have an extra, extra, extra special treat today. Extra. <laughs> Miss Susan M. Peterson of Freshly Picked. Did you applaud for yourself? No, it's like, you know how the old, in the old time studios, you had to make your own sound effects? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to juice that up with a real one. He's going to juice it with like a cheering, screaming, I was I was applauding you. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. And then applauding us. <laughs> because who wouldn't applaud us? Right. If you haven't heard of Freshly Picked Moccasins, I don't know where you've been. I don't know who you are. Maybe they just had a baby, though. Maybe they just had a baby, so they... Ha- they like, hadn't heard of me. They hadn't heard of you. Oh, uh, not my company. Sorry, not me. No, you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Susan. <laughs> Susan, tell them a little bit about Freshly Picked. Freshly Picked was founded in 2009. Whoop! As... <laughs> I, I'm excited about it. It. You're so enthusiastic. I really am. Uh, as I was trying to find the perfect shoe for my little baby Gus, and so it was born out of necessity. I started making baby moccasins. Um, now seven, almost eight years later, here we are, mock empire, right? Yeah. Thank you. No, like for real. I mean, I feel like you're not saying enough. Like you have, they're in Nordstrom. You sell mm-hmm. a lot of moccasins to yeah. a lot of people. Yes. In a lot of places. Just trying to put moccasins on every baby's feet. And I always say this about Susan. I loved the moccasin before I loved the woman. Thank you. uh, I brought Susan here today, one, because she is one sexy, fine mother. And two, because our topic today is, are you having enough fun? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do this topic because... In Allison's Year of Awesome, which is my wall calendar you can that you can download, it has a theme every month. And the theme for January is enthusiasm. And one of the weekly challenges on that calendar is to have some more fun. And Susan is one of my most fun friends. Aww. You really are. We have a lot of fun together. You know what I'm worried about, though, is what? we have fun in a vacuum and we end up thinking mm, we're hilarious. We do think we're hilarious. Yeah. But... I- I think we nobody really are. Al- nobody else will think we're funny. But that's real fun. Yeah, that, it is fun. It is real fun. <laughs> that's my favorite type of fun, to be honest with you. It is. Eric loves nonsense. He gets together with his old friends, and mm-hmm. they laugh so hard at jokes that nobody else can understand. I feel like it's rude, honestly. <laughs> I do. I get offended. But that's why I like it, because no one else gets it. <laughs> oh, no. Um... I want to make sure that I'm not using too many, like, personal jokes or whatever. Well, I'm pretty good at yeah, you are. It's bringing it back. You're so. very good at everything, though. Thank you, Avery. Wait, why are we friends? I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why she's one of my you favorite people. You look really people. pretty tonight. Wait, and I'm, skinny. And she brought cake when she mm-hmm. came. So yeah. I'd say already the answer is yes, we're having enough fun. But sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not having enough fun. So when I... I talk. Sometimes people let me talk. <laughs> like, in front of groups of people. 
like in front of groups of people. Like I speak. It's this thing I do. And I have this talk, this speech, if you will, called Make Your Life the Party You Just Can't Miss. In other words, how to make your life exactly what you want it to be. And one of the things I do first is I establish does it matter if we're having fun? Because truthfully, honestly, there was a point in my life where I really did not prioritize having fun or being happy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in this like nihilistic philosophical spiral where there was no meaning and no purpose and fun was frivolous. Um, And it seems so obvious to me now being happy and having fun is important. But I love this quote from Gretchen Rubin and I want to share it. It's easier to demand more of ourselves when we're giving more to ourselves. According to procrastination expert Neil Fiore, people who schedule playtime are more likely to tackle unappealing projects than people who never let themselves enjoy guilt-free fun until after their work is finished. And that's in Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before. I love that book. And I feel like it really establishes the principle that when we give more to ourselves, we're able to give more to those around us. And so do you have any other reasons you think fun is important? Um, no, I think you you did a good job covering it. Okay. Other than just like fun, it just makes you happy. It's true. And when I am happy, that is when I feel like sharing. Mm-hmm. Like when I get excited about a song, like that's how my dancing started on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram had a video mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my gosh, I love Blurred Lines mm-hmm. by Robin Thicke. Mm-hmm. Super, I, I remember your super first inappropriate Instagram yeah. dance in the, your yes. old studio. Yes. yes, in my old, what we call a studio. <laughs> it was a very important studio. Yeah, very glamorous mm-hmm. uh, little room. And I was so happy and so excited. I wanted to share that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at where I am. <laughs> I know. Selling out dance parties I in minutes. Dance parties. I mean, what are you going to do? Dancing on stage in front of 3,000 people. Oh, well, you know, sometimes those things happen. Perfecting the pelvic thrust. Oh, my gosh. How have I never said that before? I know. Perfecting, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm taking that. So I thought it would be fun <laughs> if Susan and I shared, because here's the insight. Are you having enough fun? I have been at points and places in my life where I don't even remember mm-hmm. what I think is fun. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, looking back, that is a place of depression where you don't love what you used to love or you can't find that excitement or that enthusiasm. And so I think one place to start if you want to have more fun is to look back and think of things that in your life have been super fun to you. Mm-hmm. And Here's the thing about fun. It's all relative, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was, oh my gosh. Okay, wait. Then we'll get to it. I was watching old clips of RuPaul on yes. YouTube. I love RuPaul. <laughs> because I love RuPaul so much. I think RuPaul's a lot of fun and has life figured out. And I was watching this old RuPaul on Phil Donahue, and they were doing this segment. This is from like the 80s or early 90s about what they were calling club kids, which was this like kind of the start of drag. like gold. No, it really was gold. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 2 a.m. I should have been asleep. And Instead, you were gold digging on YouTube. I was, I was gold digging with Maru and they were asking you know Phil Donahue Donahue is just baiting just baiting Mm -hmm. these quote unquote
quote-unquote club kids, you stay up all night and you sleep all day. Aren't you irresponsible? And they're like, we just like to have fun. We just like to have fun. And that's what gives fun a bad name. Mm-hmm. This girl gets up and she goes, no, this sounds awesome. I live in New Jersey and there's nothing like that here and there's no places to have fun. And one of the club kids goes, fun is in your heart. Oh my gosh. And I was like, this is, this is why I'm awake. This is why I'm watching Phil Donahue. Because Fun. I needed to hear that quote. Can because you put that on a Tumblr? Yes, yes. on one of my Tumblrs because I'm going to become a Tumblinaire. <laughs> That's a Tumblr millionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or is it a billionaire? Tumblr billionaire. <laughs> Either way, I'm a Tumblinaire. Yeah. Tumblinaire. Either way. Mm-hmm. So, Susan, we have each thought of three. Mm-hmm times in our life when we've had so much fun share one of those times right this minute okay so i've been thinking about this a lot i know i I love you for it i will go toe-to-toe against anyone about how awful my birthing my births are yeah they're yeah they're not pretty (laughs) allison's knows about them but um hands down the most fun one of the top three times i've ever had the most fun in my life is giving birth to my two children that makes me cry <laughs> because I know how hard that was for you. Yeah, they're really they're really hard. I have easy pregnancies. I sell right through them, and then I have hard births. But um, and why why is that fun? Because I've only ever heard about how hard they are. Like, what was fun about it? Well, first of all, there's a person there that wasn't well, the there human, before. The human, the yeah. human, yeah. Okay, and okay. You, it's like. You know, I'm not going to try to explain a mother's heart. We all, yeah, most people get that. Um, Yeah. There's books written about it. But it's just this instant connection that you have with someone. It's like, it's that young love, you know? And it's as exciting as your first crush when Mm -hmm. you're just, or like your first love. You're so in love and you're just Mm -hmm. staring at them. You feel like your eyes are going to fall out of your head because you just are staring with so much love. Yes. And your heart is open to them. Yeah. And just like, they're just so perfect and yeah. sweet and yeah. cute. And it is the most fun I've ever had in my life. I love that. I have an insight on that I want to share after. But I'll share my one of my most fun mm-hmm. things. That One of the first things that came to my mind when I was thinking of this is planning Ginger's first birthday party. Oh, because... Yeah. I remember, and what's interesting is not the actual birthday party, yeah, and not necessarily the first year of her life, which was rough. Yeah, Gigi, <laughs> she gave it. To, she made you work for she it. She made you work, guys. <laughs> work, 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 work. Um, planning her first birthday, I and I was thinking, why was that so fun? And it goes back to you talking about your birth. Even just you saying that choked me up because I know how hard it was for you. Um, I didn't have my daughter and feel like, oh, I've got being a mom down. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then it came time to plan her first birthday party. And I I know how to plan a party. I mean, that was even before I did it professionally, but I love planning parties. And it's the way that I show love. It's kind of like my art. Mm-hmm. And... I remember saying, this is more fun than prom, like I planned this, the senior prom. This mm-hmm. is more fun than my wedding because I was doing it for someone I loved mm-hmm. and I got to use all of my talents and skills to do something for someone I loved. Yeah. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. The actual party, I was pretty stressed out, but the planning, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was so fun. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. That um, for both of us, the first thing we say is something about our families. Yeah. 
Yeah. It means we're really good people. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I think it's just the um, the bells and whistles. It's not about the bells and whistles. It's about the things that matter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, for me, too, I'd rather have the fun part about giving birth to find that moment for me than the hard parts about it. Like, yeah. I'd love to forget the hard parts yeah. and not remember those. Yeah. And only remember the fun parts. Yeah. I love it. It's your perspective, too. Uh-huh. It's a story you tell yourself. I want to hear your number two real bad. Okay. So number two was actually recently, and I already told you about it, but I'll... Give it to me. Do I don't again. even... Re- I can't remember anything, so... so. Um, I started hiking with <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. this over 67... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I hike with these three old men. They did not invite her. No. I weaseled my way into this old guy hiking group. Like yeah. for real. Yeah, we go every morning. And <laughs> the oldest is 72. His name's Paul. He's a sweetheart. And um I need a picture of these guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna get them on Snapchat. Okay, do it. Um and Paul, who's 72, has sleds. Yeah. And when it snows, he brings his sleds up and you sled down the mountain after you go hiking up. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. He's 72 and he's sledding down the mountain. Well, yeah. I mean, he. Why he, wouldn't he? Yeah, right. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Why not? And it is one of the most. It's just so freeing. I felt like yeah. a kid again. Just yeah. like, first of all, you get your exercise in. So you feel like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And then. Um, you're outside. You're in you're nature. Outside. And yeah. you know what? Um Mountains are my happy place. Some people like yeah. the ocean. Some people yeah. like mountains. But I get up in the mountains and it's just, that's where I clear my head. That's where yeah. everything makes sense to me. Yeah. And so sl- sliding down the side of a mountain on a sled with a 72-year-old. So fun. I think it so fun. symbolizes everything right in this world <laughs> <laughs> with a 70, 72-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I loved when we were talking about it earlier, you mm-hmm. were saying, because you used to be a snow bunny. Yeah. Well, snowboarding bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Vail. Yeah. And you lost that. Well, no, I did lose my mountains. Yeah. yeah. For a while, I, I lost it, which was weird because I live in Provo, which, you know. Yeah, you've got like those mountains. five minutes from the mountains. Yeah. And this year, I've um, started rediscovering my love of the mountains. And it's made such a difference for my mental health, honestly. Yeah. I love that. So I was thinking about, you know, another time I had so much fun. And this is really funny. It just came to me is Eric and I uh, went on our honeymoon mm-hmm. to Disney World. Oh, which was are cute. Here's the thing is like, we're not big Disney people. Did There's, you wear Mouseketeers? Exactly. We didn't wear Mouseketeers. <laughs> I support the crap out of you if you're a Disney person. We're just not huge Disney people. Like that's not, doesn't factor into our lives greatly. Mm-hmm. But we um, got married and you know, this, this factors into our lives. Didn't plan our honeymoon in a timely matter mm-hmm. and it ended up being spring break which meant anywhere we wanted to go was booked mm-hmm. except for large resort like places and so we went to Florida and we're like we'll go to Disney World and so we're married and we had never gone to an amusement park together before and Eric uh, did amusement parks very differently than I do amusement parks <laughs> which was he had this like behind the scenes Disney travel guide that your dad had? He's just shrugging right now, but he did. Just some book that gave you tips on how to like utilize 
the park and get done. Get yeah. Everything. Yeah. A, a Disney hack. Yeah. A Disney, a Disney ha- hack, a Disney hack, if you will. <laughs> Uh, and so we got to the park before it opened, which again, that's bananas to me. Like why you would do that. Yeah. So we get to the park before. Hold on. This wasn't like, like the day after Thanksgiving, we weren't camping out. No. It was like <laughs> maybe five minutes. It's like we got there when it was opening. But that's still crazy okay. to me. And so, and I grew up, I'm from San Diego. So I grew up going to Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just different. And this is Disney World is just different. You know, so we're waiting there and they open the gates and they let you in, and I'd never been there when they opened the gates. And they opened the gates, and everybody kind of just starts running. Uh-huh. And, like, because they're so excited to be there. Uh-huh. And, again, I'm not, I throw parties. I don't always go to the parties, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't allow myself to enjoy what other people have created. I'm Even always... when you're at the party, you're working. Yeah, I like yeah. to work. Yeah, you're, you're, you, you get to work. <laughs> if you invite me to your party, I'll start cleaning something so anyway we're running and i think that's what it was we were just a part of the group Mm -hmm. they're having fun enjoying this really fun world that has been created and we start running and i just get way into it camping it up and i'm like i can't believe you did this to me i like what did i say i was i was joking i don't remember i just started like shouting like what's going on i can't believe i married you they think that's what it was i was, I was running too fast to hear you and, and- <laughs> <laughs> eric's like where's the churros this is, yeah <laughs> i love churros so my only goal when i go to disneyland these days is like how many churros i can get so anyway mm-hmm. that's just a really funny small moment it wasn't again it wasn't even being at disney world it mm-hmm. wasn't that we were on our honeymoon it was that small funny fun moment of just being swept up in the emotion of it all and being so happy to be married to eric and we're Mm -hmm. there we're just having a good time and just running into the park early at disney world i don't know why that was it was just honestly one of the first things that came to mind it was so funny carefree yeah yeah i guess i better that's the last time i've been carefree (laughs) stop it (laughs) So, yeah, but I I think maybe my takeaway from that one that I hadn't even thought of is the relaxing and letting and enjoying something somebody else created. Oh, wow. Rather than trying to control everything. Wow. Like the crazy that I am. I feel like you just took a key and unlocked a door, sis. Oh! (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your number three, Mama? Oh, so this one was hard for me to pin down yeah i know it's like which you can say four if you want i don't care well i feel like there's like a couple moments in my career yeah where i've had a lot of fun what my third one's a career one too (laughs) we We really did it so one of them was it was right when i started my etsy shop so before freshly picked in this moccasin business that i had built oh business empire empire (laughs) empire um I ran a very, 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 very unsuccessful Etsy shop and an equally unsuccessful blog. No, your blog was successful. I knew who you were. Well, they... Successful to me. They taught me a lot through through the unsuccess. Compared to the success of Freshly Picked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, adoy. Okay, so my blog was a little more successful. My Etsy shop was super unsuccessful. Okay, yeah. Um, So I had um, started selling... um, in the summer and at the end of the summer I was like I had heard about the farmer's market in Salt Lake so mm-hmm. I went and set up a table 
and I put everything out that I had sewed all summer. Yeah. And I sold almost everything. In like a couple of hours. This is the complete opposite of my uh, story (laughs) selling product. (laughs) And it was so fun. Yeah. And, you know, like it was crappy stuff. Like I can remember this one bag I have in my mind's eye. It's like this blue tote bag. An over-the-shoulder thing. I have a blue over-the-shoulder tote from you that I love. So I don't think it's that one. This one had a bird on it. No, there was a wheat. There was no bird. Put a bird on it. Put a bird on it. it. Two thousand and what is that? Two thousand and nine. Yeah, it Put was a bird on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it might have been two thousand and ten. See, I was behind the times. Oh, even. baby doll. But it wasn't even the product I had made, but just like selling it all symbolized. Yeah. Um, for me, like, hey, keep going. Yeah. And then. A couple other times in my career, and they're not even significant, but it's just like getting down to the work and like yeah, putting in the work, putting in the time, mm-hmm. and then seeing this big result. Yeah. like Think of other, a specific time. Well, the other specific time would have been like um, when I started growing my Instagram account in mm-hmm. a meaningful way. Yeah. You were there at the beginning of it. Do you remember? I literally was driving in a car with her sitting next to me, ignoring me because she was... <laughs> On Instagram all the time, so it was worth I it. was physically there. <laughs> it paid off, um, and we're still friends because <laughs> you are so generous and forgiving, so patient. Um, so I had made a goal at the beginning of the year. I had six hundred followers. Hey, I'm going to get to ten thousand oh by the gosh. end of the year, which is so silly and so stupid. Uh uh-uh, uh, not if you're SMP, Susan nope. May Peterson. <laughs> so I made that goal, and all year, and you can attest to it. Like yeah. Chris can attest to it. Yeah, he has post-traumatic stress disorder for yeah. that year because um, all I had to make it work. did was spend time on Instagram but it yeah. truly launched my business yeah um and so uh I think mm, for me the fun times in my business are when I'm actually like rolling up my sleeves yeah getting my hands dirty doing the work doing the work yeah, yeah. it is <sighs> you guys I literally have been able to watch an empire grow Aww. It's, it's insane. I like front row tickets to watching one of uh, like the the most amazing things I've ever seen. You're so sweet. Thank you for letting Stop me watch that. Pass. What did he say? Backstage pass. Backstage pass. You do. It was a backstage pass. She had all this, access. All <laughs> access. She had this whiteboard in your. Oh, Susan, I'm that house that you lived in for so long. Bless your heart. It was tiny. Yeah, and it. it it changed my life, though. It was the best. It was the best. But I it, have nothing but good feelings. Nothing for that but house. good feelings. Yeah. But even when she could have moved somewhere, you stayed in that house so you could keep growing your yeah. business. Mm-hmm. And she had this little like basement room, and you had this whiteboard, and you had your goals laid out, and you were segmenting off your goals and showing me how you were going to attack these different segments. Mm-hmm. And now I go, I go to her office that has how many people working there. 44. <laughs> you guys! Oh, it's so beautiful. It's amazing. That was when I was sewing the moccasins myself. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, you were yeah. sewing them yourself. They were awful. Thank you if you bought those moccasins. They were not awful. You're Email amazing. Email me if you bought those first moccasins. <laughs> I'll give you some more. Oh, I owe you. It's amazing. That's that's fun. Watching you do that has Aww. been fun. That's been fun. So for me, um, my third thing that I was thinking of was... Um, 
last year took I did four large all-female dance parties Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until the fourth one that I figured out uh, I feel like each one I learned great lessons that helped me live a a more fulfilling and better life and I had to like overcome a lot of really huge emotional and personal obstacles right and by the fourth one it was Allison's birthday get down and I finally figured it out. I finally figured out how to do the this big hard thing and it, it was still really hard and stressful. And here's the funniest thing, a lot of things went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like there were a lot of obstacles with that party. But anyway, the fun moment for me was um, I didn't used to do entrances at my dance parties. It was like, I'm throwing a dance party, mm-hmm. come to the dance party. And then I had to learn, one of the lessons I had to learn was to commit. Mm-hmm. that if I committed and had fun yeah. and wasn't embarrassed about the fun and wasn't embarrassed about making it about me in a way, like making an entrance, mm-hmm. because people were there to party with me or party with the idea of me or to just have a good time. And that if I went out there and I had fun and I set that example of fun, that people mm-hmm. had more fun. Yeah. And that last party to me was the most fun party. People had so much fun. You were there. You've been to the other ones. It was my, it was my favorite yeah. party you've thrown too. It was super, super fun. And, um, I had to learn to commit. And so for that last party, I just unapologetically committed. I made my own song. <laughs> I lip synced to my the own song, The Allison. Oh, I loved and it. And I popped out of a cake. Yeah. And and even the party theme was ridiculous. It was a birthday party and for myself. And you that gorgeous white and black sequin Oh, yeah. I had shoulder. two custom costumes made for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, the level is just so absurd. And it was so funny. And... The part that was the most fun is the way it happened is we had this giant cake that my beautiful friend Kate Cannon made mm-hmm. and we have this huge cake on the stage and I have my sharks, my dancing sharks that were from the Shelly S. Mermaid party mm-hmm. and they came out and I crawled into the cake while the cake was on stage and the sharks came out uh, to welcome everybody to the party mm-hmm. to like do an entrance and um, they were dancing to Katy Perry's birthday yeah. and they had big cake slices on and the stage was this rented stage and I was hiding in like full hair, airbrush makeup, custom couture gown and I'm hiding in a cake. Yeah. Like a stripper. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, but like a high class, like stripper. a high class tall girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiding in this cake, and the sharks are out there dancing, and the stage is just shaking. Yeah, and I'm hiding in there for like a minute and a half while they're dancing, and there are 600 women screaming, like screaming. Yeah. Okay. And they were like on the edge. Yeah. Uh, on the edge of the cliff, ready to fall off. Yes. And. Yeah. I'm in this cake and it is just shaking, shaking, Uh shaking. And there are sharks dancing and there are women screaming. And I had this moment of just being present, which is like, I have a rough time being present, right? And I just was like, this is hysterical. (laughs) This is the funniest thing I have done or will ever do in my Mm -hmm. entire life. And then there's a drum roll and a and then I pop out of a cake. Yeah. And that was really fun. I'm not going to lie. That was super fun. And you know what was fun as your friend was to watch you go through this journey last year. Yeah. Of like. Big journey. 
well and We're most so people <laughs> no but like <laughs> this i throw dance parties and they are so serious this journey <laughs> this walkabout um no but i think a lot of people that it is so inspiring and i'm so th- and i'm really excited that you're doing this like year of awesome thank you because i've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. i had I had an all access pass you had all access passes but i think a lot of people just sit around and kind of wait for life to like throw them things and they deal with them good or bad. Yeah. And it's like Allison suited up last January with like (laughs) helmet. I create I created that. And was like (laughs) freaking bring it on. (laughs) Because I am gonna like you just Uh, nail you just went you just You attacked it in such an inspiring way. Thank you. And I could see that changing you that change you were talking about. Yeah. And I went to all your dance part. Well, no, I missed one. You canceled flights to be able to be at one though, so yeah, yeah, she does her best. Um, but the I loved all your dance parties. Thank you. But by far your birthday one, I think for me because I, I I worry about you while I'm yeah, there. Yeah. I think that was fun for me because you were having so much fun and you didn't have to worry. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, like, yeah, and it's. When you and when I say worry, it's not like I'm like over no, there giving you like no. Xanax yeah. in the corner. Although yeah. if you want some, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you need some, I'm there flipping it in a plastic bag and out. leaving it on your porch. What? I've never done that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I think an interesting theme is a lot of these fun moments were not the result. Yeah, they were par- part of the process. Mm -hmm. Um, and also they all have hard things attached with them for the most part. Yeah. Or like a turning point or a turning point, you know, like me at Disneyland and you going down the mountain. I think that that is us accessing things that genuinely make us happy. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, again, like I was saying before, fun is relative. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when we're searching for fun, we think I'm going to watch this movie or I'm going to watch, I'm going to binge on Netflix, which by the way, I endorse that, do it. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. But there is a diff, there's a difference between having fun and, um, like burying feelings. Yeah. And having genuine fun Mm -hmm. will recharge you, whereas doing something to bury feelings, so whether it's a bad addictive habit Mm -hmm. or watching TV Mm -hmm. or a seemingly fun action that is just to cover uncomfortable feelings, Mm -hmm. that's when it's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Not fun. That's when the fun ends. And so... Are you having enough fun? And I think the way to do that, do what Susan and I did. Sit down, think of three moments that were really fun to you. And if you have somebody who will listen to you, um, talk to them. Because even just talking to Susan about these fun moments, we were able to see insight into why these things were fun for us Mm -hmm. that we maybe hadn't seen. And if you don't have anybody who will listen to you, start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Should we give him Eric's number? Yeah, Eric's going to start a podcast for you. He's going to record it. No, but if they don't have anyone to listen to, they can call Eric and tell them. Yes, they can call Eric and tell them. Or write it down. $70. You should charge more, baby. Um, (laughs) Write it down. Mm -hmm. Self-reflection. And I think... 
what brings you fun? What brings you joy? And for me, a lot of times it's looking back at when I'm in a dark place or when I feel like I can't find that fun, mm-hmm. looking back at what did I used to find fun? Yeah. Right. Because like you're snowboarding, sledding down the mountain for me, um, before Eric and I were married, I ran three marathons, mm-hmm. long distance running. I genuinely find really fun. And in the last year when I've reclaimed who I am and reclaimed my happiness, basically, I've I've started running again. Mm-hmm. And again, when I if you follow me on Instagram, you see me doing my Instagram stories. I share little clips of me running and I don't ever plan that. I just think. If I start feeling like I'm having a lot of fun, I'm just going to share a little clip because I believe, you know, sharing your joy with other people helps inspire them. Mm -hmm. So I think we've had a lot of fun, Susan. This has been so much fun. This has been fun. So here's what I want you guys to do is find the fun, find some more fun, write down things that have brought you joy in the past. And remember, it's important because as you give back to yourself you're able to give back more to others susan thank you for being here thanks for having me would you say it was a good time so much fun okay but really i just have one more thing um at the end of the year like i've mentioned and referred to some hard things happened and um one thing because i learned this principle is i started really prioritizing Um, having fun and I started going to a lot of late night movies with friends Mm -hmm. and getting buttered popcorn and candy and again not to bury the feelings but really doing those things in a sense of this is going to recharge me and fun can be so stupid right Mm -hmm. like like it can be something so stupid that brings you such joy yeah what memes Eric loves memes he loves memes (laughs) Memes are fun for you. And because we've talked about Gretchen Rubin already on this podcast, another principle from her book, The Happiness Project, is what's fun for you won't, what's fun for other other people won't necessarily be fun for you. Yeah. And so don't hold yourself to levels of what other people think is fun. And I think what you said um, about your parties is super important too, which is like, you're not going to be embarrassed by the way you have fun anymore. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed. I mean, I should well, be, not but I'm you not. Were embarrassed anyway. <laughs> um, no, I was. Oh, Honestly, really? I was. Like, I mean, I wasn't embarrassed to throw myself a string of parties with my name in them. Like, I was mm-hmm. owning it up to a point, but like, I was holding myself back from committing even further. Yeah. And I've committed so fully. Yeah. Like, you just can't even Dead pull me out, man. Serious. Like you have. That. Yeah. With your business and yeah. your life. So I want to thank you, Miss Susan Peterson, of freshly picked for being here. Yay! <laughs> Thank you to Eric Robertson for having us in Pleasant Picture Studios. <laughs> and I want to encourage you guys to head to theallisonshow.com and look for my newsletter so that you can get your free monthly wall calendar that has an attribute of the month that is going to help you have a year of awesome. Again, the theme for January is enthusiasm, which is why we're talking about fun. To be enthusiastic, you must act enthusiastic. And I give you four weekly challenges for finding more enthusiasm in your life. And next month is going to be an awesome theme too. I want to remind you, only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are we going to go out on? I think we should go out with your song. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we started with it. Do Uh, the Allison. 
It's the L. Okay, don't play it. <laughs> let's, let's let the song do the same. Let's let the auto-tuned version do the talk. <laughs> I just want to know if it sounds as good as I think it does. You put your right foot in the air and your left foot over there. Uh-huh. Then you swivel, swivel, and dip, dip. It's the Allison. It's the Allison. You put your left foot in the air your right foot over there then you wiggle and wiggle and shake shake it's the allison it's the allison uh-huh. now dance dance monkey dance inappropriately now dance dance monkey dance inappropriately it's the allison it's the Shake it like you just don't care But you care a little bit Cause you have some self-respect And you don't want it to wiggle too much You put your booty in the air And you shake it like you just don't care But always wiggling with self-respect It's not just my show It's your show too It's not just my show It's your show too It's your life It's your party Now show me, show me what you're gonna do It's the Allison, it's the Allison It's the Allison, it's the Allison Allison, it's the Allison It's the Allison, it's the Allison If you wanna fly, you gotta have that thrust If you wanna fly, you gotta have that thrust you wanna fly, you gotta have that thrust. If you wanna fly, thrust is a must. It's the end. 